Life at Work. I'm sure you'll be familiar with this term, mentorship. Mentorship has traditionally been associated with professional and academic growth. The mentor, of course, provides valuable insights, advice and support to a less experienced individual known as the mentee. And it usually involves the dynamic exchange of some sort of knowledge, experience and guidance between two individuals in a collaborative process. These days, we've got a term called social mentorship that has emerged. On Life at Work, we explore this approach, which unlike traditional mentoring, extends beyond hierarchical structures and programs, but instead focuses on building authentic relationships and connections. My guest this week is Sam Neo, founder of People Mentality, an award-winning employer branding consultancy, and Stories of Asia, which is a storytelling and social mentoring platform. In the first of this two-part interview, Sam shares why social mentoring is a powerful tool tool, not just for personal growth, but also for success at the workplace. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thanks for having me, Lynn. Tell me, Sam, how did Stories of Asia come about? So Stories of Asia was born, right, because I was frustrated with one thing. I felt that in Asia itself, there were so many good people that I spoke with and so many good things happened in this part of the world, but very often we don't quite hear about them. We always hear about all the big companies from the West, you know, all the gurus from the West, but it's always like a one-sided learning and one-sided information download. And I was always thinking like as an Asian myself, right? Why are we not being spotlighted and why are we not having that equal opportunity? And what I realized was then, it's not that we are incapable. It's just that in terms of values, in terms of upbringing, we tend to not quote unquote want to show off, right? By posting on social media, talking about self is showing off in some sense in Asian context. Hence, we often don't get the visibility and the awareness of what we do and how good people in this part of the world are. I wanted to create a platform where we can amplify the Asian voice to bring people together through their stories to really help unlock more opportunities for people in Asia in that sense. And that was how basically the you know, Stories of Asia was born. Wow. I'm very, very intrigued because I read about how you do social mentoring. Just what is social mentoring? See, it goes back to what mentoring is all about or the common perception of mentoring, right? Most people think of mentorship as something, as a structured program, as something very intimidating, something that you have to seek support from someone who is older and more experienced. Typically, it feels a bit more rigid and stressful. That's a typical mentoring that people think about. On the other hand, what we're trying to bring out and bring across for that matter, right, is that mentoring can be cool, it can be fun, and can be very self-led in that sense. Hence, social mentoring, where we feel that mentorship can be done, you know, outside of a formal program. It can be anytime, anywhere, with anyone, basically. For example, it can be a speed dating approach, right? It can be, let's say, just having a coffee chat. It can even be just reading an article from somebody, right? Because ultimately, mentorship is not, to me at least, it's not about having that formal relationship or very structured relationship all the time. But as long as I'm able to learn something from that person, I'm able to seek some kind of a support through a very social and relaxed setting. I think that's where people learn the most and they can grow the most from there. So hence for us, social mentorship, it's something we advocate a lot and something we see that's going to be a trend moving forward as well. And I know that you've got a personal story to share in terms of mentoring. Absolutely. I think <laughs> mentorship was something that changed my career and for that matter changed my life. I mm. mean, that has to go back to probably about seven years ago when I was still in my corporate life, about late 20s or so. 
I was very, very lost because I was so comfortable. So it's very weird. I was very comfortable, doing very well in a good organization. I just felt so lost that at that age, why am I so comfortable? And long story short, I met a couple of mentors who were by chance because I was contributing very actively in the local HR community online. Mm -hmm. And the founders of this respective HR communities reached out and said, hey, this is very interesting. I really like what you do. I'd love to mentor you. And because of that, it changed my perspective altogether about HR, about career. And the fact is I never thought of running my own business. But Mm. because of this mentorship experience, I decided to run my own business not to make money at that point in time, but was more about championing the profession that I really believed in. So mentoring at that point in time really brought me out from a very dark moment in some sense, feeling super lost to where I am today. And fast forward to just about a year ago, because I've been doing a lot of mentoring over the past six, seven years itself. But about a year ago, we see the rise of retrenchment, especially in tech space. And that's why we felt that we want to do something for people out there. I reached out to about 60 HR leaders, friends, basically say, hey, would you like to join me on this social mentoring movement to just help people out a little bit to provide some support? And most of them said yes immediately and the movement just grew from there. So it was pretty amazing, I must say. Mm. I suppose for your story, your own experience, you were very fortunate to have someone actually offer that help to Mm. tell you that they want to mentor you. But what about those people who might be a bit shy to seek help? Where do you start with that? How do you find a mentor? That is a very big challenge, in fact, because like you said, I was really fortunate. Mm. And back then when I was, you know, being mentored by those mentors that I mentioned, how I tried to pay for it was then to try to mentor others as well, right? But the thing is, even if I have a willing heart, how many people can I mentor at one go? Probably Mm. not that many as well. So we realized that there's a real problem out there where people really need help, but then they don't know where to seek help. Mm -hmm. Even if they have the platform to say, I I have these mentors available out there, the next problem is then, they're not aware how to reach out or they're afraid that if I reach out, will I look bad, right? So that's commonly the problem that we face. Hence, that's why we started this deep mentoring platform, a social mentoring platform, to really enable people to have access, first and foremost access, to some of these high-quality mentors from, let's say, multinationals, you know, entrepreneurs, and then through our face-to-face event, create a safe environment for people to come together in a facilitated manner to match make people. So I would say that, first and foremost in the market, we need uh, to provide access to all these people so that they know how to reach out to these people. Second thing is then, how can you create a safe environment so that they feel comfortable enough to reach out and not be judged? So I think these are probably two very quick steps and important steps to get people acquainted with mentors. You were talking about Seed Social Mentoring. It's an app? Yes, it's an app. We launched it about a year ago. Actually, there are a lot of apps out there talking about mentorship, but mm. not specifically social mentorship. I believe you're probably one of the first, if not the first, focusing a lot on social mentorship because for us, it's not so much about having that formal structure there, but it's about facilitating, right? This relationship. So it's just like dating, essentially, right? You want to find someone with the right vibes. You want to find someone that somewhat solves your needs in some sense, right? From a career standpoint. And that's why the app is more like a tool to create that accessibility, that tracking to help you monitor your growth in that sense. But beyond that, it's about relationship building. Hence, we always believe a lot in both the online and offline combination to make this effective. I see. So it's more like mentoring uh, facilitation, if you like. In a sense, in a sense. I mean, the platform is to facilitate. So when I say platform, I'm not just saying the tech platform. Mm -hmm. It's also the things that we do, the community that we build. Because for me, 
what's valuable in this whole thing that we're doing is the community, right? Because without the mentors, without the mentees, an app is just an app, right? An event is just an event. But ultimately, it's the people that make things happen. And hence, we believe a lot in finding high-quality mentors, right? We curate them to make sure that high-quality so that you attract more high-quality mentors and mentees will feel safe and trusted to say, I want to come here to learn from these people because it's curated. Okay, I'm going to put you on a spot. What sure. do you mean by high-quality mentors? What makes a good mentor? To me, first and foremost, right, the willing heart is very important. I mean, most people think of mentors as, well, this person has to be very senior, very have a lot of experience. I think that's great. But first and foremost, does this person actually have a willing heart to actually give? Right? I think to me, that's a prerequisite of, having, of being a good mentor in that sense. Next is, of course, from a competency perspective, this person must have some kind of value to offer. When I say competency, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's very experienced or old or senior, right? For example, let's say I want to learn about TikTok trends, for example. I'll probably learn from a, a Gen Z who is maybe still in school because this person is probably more acquainted with TikTok, for example. Mm, for sure. If I want to learn about, let's say, um, cooking, I probably won't go to a corporate leader, right? I'll probably go to a homemaker, for example, or a chef who's mm. expert in this space. So for me, a mentor can come from different walks of life can come from different age group, different experience. But of course, for a start, when we curate all these mentors itself, because we don't know them personally for a start, mm -hmm. we typically look at certain things from the background, let's say where they come from, and do a basic curation in terms of what their expertise are, so that it's, uh, it becomes more holistic and trustworthy for a start. Of course, along the way, we try to recruit mentors from different walks of life who are younger as well and try to promote right mentees to become mentors to pay it forward. I'm just mm -hmm. curious to find out, what is the business model for this platform that you have? Yeah, so for us, one of the main revenue source for us is actually a test platform where companies actually license the platform to run in-house mentoring programs. Mm. We also kind of complement that with our services like consulting to help them shape the mentoring culture. At this moment, we also launched a very interesting program as part of our membership program. We call it the Seed Learning Festival, which is the first of its kind year-long learning festival where we invited currently 60-plus senior established leaders from organizations like LinkedIn, Google, Tencent, Chanel mm. to share on a weekly basis, right? To kind of provide external mentorship for people who are looking at gaining mentorship at an affordable rate. So these are a couple of things that we do at this moment to fund our movement. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not social enterprise, we still have to make sure that we're financially sound <laughs> to do our social work itself. So that's how we kind of monetize and sustain this movement at this moment. Are you able to share some of the people from various companies you might have on this platform already? Sure. So like, for example, last month itself, we had um, the head of Asia from LinkedIn, Frank, mm. Frank Koo, who's a good friend of mine. He was one of our first mentors who kind of shared a learning festival. We have a couple of HR leaders from Google, for example. Uh, like one of them is Rauna. He's a good friend of mine. He's a business partner as well, I think. Uh, we have the head of, let's say, talent acquisition from L'Oreal, Agnes, who's my friend as well. So quite a lot of HR and business leaders who are kind of, you know, my LinkedIn connection turned friend and now mentors on our platform itself. Fantastic. Sam, in terms of the demographics of this community, do you find that there are more younger people or, you know, middle-aged people? Tell us more. From a mentee perspective, there's actually a good mix. We do have primarily young professionals. And I would say probably about 70% young professionals, then a combination of 30%, which would be like students as well as mid-career folks. So we do realize that increasingly we are seeing more mid-career folks who probably lost a job or some of them are thinking of transiting 
from let's say a corporate job into entrepreneurship or from entrepreneurship actually back into a corporate role itself. So that's pretty much the demographic from a mentee perspective. Mm-hmm. From a mental perspective, I would say at this moment, 60% or so are HR leaders for the fact that I came from HR and this is more like a career support kind of initiative. The rest will be like entrepreneurs as well as some you know, retirees as well. So this is pretty much the mix from mental and mental perspective. I really think what you're doing is very, very meaningful and it will definitely be very helpful to many people out there who need mentorship. Thank you so much, Lee. Do catch the second part of this interview with Sam Neo, who will share more about social mentoring and why Gen Z in particular would benefit greatly from it. Life at Work 